Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh House. The Jets won the last time the Miami Dolphins were in New York, 40-17. to Brees Hall went absolutely bananas that game. The last time Tua played the New York Jets was week 15 of the 2021 season. However, the Miami Dolphins have won 21 of 30 games started by Tua since he became quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. Raheem Mostert actually had 113 yards rushing in that last game against New York. And guys, how do you feel that the Miami Dolphins are going to approach this game? I guess I should ask, what do you want to see out of them? Because I go back to hard knocks, and I think this is something I was saying even before hard knocks. Tyree Kill leaves with a hand injury. Mike McDaniel saying, I need Reek. He goes out there with a hurt hand and catches a bubble screen and hurts his hand again. I think that is one thing I do not want to see is any more bubble screens from this offense. There was a play, Nate Tice uh, from The Athletic shared it on X on Twitter, where Nate Hobbs, a quarterback for the Raiders, was just planning to attack balls over the middle, and he actually jumped up for a ball that was actually going to the outside, just instinctually trying to get in front of it. I'd love to see the Dolphins attack more outside, kind of get away from being that team just attacks over the middle as well. Yeah, and you know, hopefully they can do they can do things like that. Hopefully they can. I really, I, I personally want to see this ground game get back to where it was earlier in the season. I really do think a lot is going to depend on the Dolphins running the football well uh, moving forward. Like you said, Josh, if if they are to be the team 
that we hope they can be, that we've expected them to be uh, all season long, a team that can go deep into the playoffs, possibly make a Super Bowl. This ground game has to get back to where it was. And and I think on a short week on the road in conditions where it's going to be a little bit chillier uh, than, than these South Floridians uh, would love, you, you got to be able to run the rock. And if you run the ball and you play good defense, they always tell you that's the recipe for a championship team. So, so run the ball, let's run the ball. Let, let's, let's, let's do it. Well, I know they've got two backup uh, offensive guards on that offensive line. And that's kind of, you know, messing things up a little bit. It's making things a little bit more difficult in terms of being able to run the ball. But I think, you know, with another week of practice under their belt, you know, you got Lester Cotton at the left guard spot and Liam Eikenberg at the right guard spot. I think you can piece enough together to get something done. And then if that doesn't work, we go back to that, that quick passing game. Um, you mentioned no more bubble screens, but didn't they score a touchdown on a, on a screen to Savan Ahmed against the Raiders, Jake? I feel like calling that a screen as an affair. I mean, that was such an incredible play where they it really did, was where Connor Williams broke out. And, and I mean, doesn't that scream a legal man downfield? That's what I thought was going to happen on that play. If there, I'll, I'd give it to you if there was one more lineman, but seeing how there was little, only one lineman, it's too much of a sneak attack to be called a screen. I audibly out loud said, what are you doing? Oh, touchdown. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> I just saw like four or five Raiders in that, in that general direction. Still don't know how he fit the ball in there. But uh, anyway, for a touchdown, I was like, ah, oh, cool. Neat. What do I know? Nothing. Yeah, it was literally the perfect play call. I think they were blitzing off with the left side, and he just found Salvin Ahmed. And I don't know, Jake, how it wasn't a legal man downfield. You guess you got to get the little measure out and maybe measure that. But I think I'm with you, Merrick. It, we're getting closer to December. We know how the Miami Dolphins play when the weather starts to change. I guess maybe that's more so to a low at times. But um, I want to see them get back to the running game and doing what, you know, they they do very well. They do both things very well. But um, you get you potentially have Robert Hunt coming back. Go up there and, and, you know, bully that Jets defensive line who is so talented. And that should set things up, you know, from success there. But um, I would have no issue if they went up there and started throwing the ball, especially to our boy Jalen Waddle, get him more involved. See Tyree Kill go up there. I mean, he's going to put up 100 yards at least, right? I mean, it seems like that's just I hope. who – Yeah, that's just who he's he is. He's getting but, closer. I mean, he's getting closer to that record, that 2,000-yard mark. It's going to be a dogfight, though. That's what I keep thinking about. It's, it's going to be a lot um, tougher of a match than we expect, but let's rattle the hell out of Tim Boyle. Again, I don't know what a Tim Boyle is. Wasn't that Aaron Rodgers' backup with the uh, Packers? His third string. He wasn't even the backup because Jordan Love was the backup. Tim Matt, Boyle was your emergency quarterback. Now he's starting. Matt, Matt Flynn wasn't available. Is that what you're telling Tim me? Tim Boyle has started three games in the NFL. He has thrown three touchdowns. This is, my, this is our third clip, so let's not get too far ahead of oh, ourselves, okay. gentlemen. <laughs> Josh has teased this three times already, so I'm going to have to take him behind the shed after this podcast. This is what happens but, when I don't read the uh, all your points before I come on here. The Dory brain, dude. I read it the other day. The the one thing I want to ask you guys, I mean, Tua's stats have been solid the last couple of weeks, but how important is it just to kind of have this receiving core getting healthy again? Braxton Barrios returned to practice in full. River Craycraft returned to action last week, and you could see that McDaniel breaking news like the ease guys back into the system. How important do you feel it's going to be to have that third option? And I don't want to discredit what Cedric Wilson has done, but just having that cliche generic slot receiver who just is always an answer when you need it. I think it's a, especially against this New York Jets defense with the, with those two star corners on the boundary there. I think it's imperative. You have that third option that you can go to. You got a couple of shifty dudes in, in Berrios and Craycraft that you can get the ball to 
on a third and four, third and five, somebody that gets you those six yards to move the chains, I, I think it's going to be a big deal. Yeah, and I'm sure it means everything to him, right? I mean, he was playing for the Jets a little bit ago. They decided not to, I guess, bring him back, and now he's here in Miami. So, yeah, I think it's going to mean everything. Um, we got the Robbie Chosen's name out there because he had, what, two catches last week. So uh, maybe he plays a little – oh, he's also having a revenge game. Uh-oh, breaking news. Uh -oh, revenge game yeah. for both of them. So um, and maybe this isn't the Tyreek and Waddle show. Maybe this is the Chosen and Barrios show. And we saw how well Robbie was working with Tyreek during hard knocks, not on the football field, but on the basketball court. He was his rebound guy when, when Tyreek was just making those he, jump shots. He nailed a shot. He Robbie chosen drained one, two. I'm not a basketball dude, but uh, they were all those pretty guys, damn good. Great athletes, no matter the sport. Tyler Croft revenge game? Could that be, could that be the two touchdown play? Is it Tyler Croft? No. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Tyler Clyde Croft Gates, would even tell Clyde you Gates no. revenge game? <laughs> Let's just hope it's not a Thomas Morstead revenge game. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Gentlemen, I have to say, I think Bradley Chubb and Jalen Phillips have the best Black Friday deal of them all, getting to face, as we continue to say, what on earth is a Tim Boyle, and an offensive line that allowed six sacks last week, an average of 5.3 over the last three games. A unit that's just Swiss cheese, man. It's this is this is the matchup I'm excited to watch come Friday. Oh yeah, absolutely. So you, you get these. Their offensive line was already bad, and now they've suffered more injuries and are starting even more reserve offensive linemen. And they're starting a backup quarterback who essentially is the Jets' third string quarterback, like or was at the start of the season. So and they're starting him on a short week. Okay, so we got reserve offensive lineman, new quarterback who's starting on a short week. He will have very little, if any time at all, to develop chemistry with any of these receivers. He won't be going through his reads quickly. He'll be holding on to the ball longer than uh, than a, a normal quarterback would. And he doesn't have the scrambling ability that at least Zach Wilson does have. That is a recipe for a monster game from this defensive line. Like you said, Bradley Chubb, and Jalen Phillips and Andrew Van Ginkle and Christian, everybody, everybody should get their hands on Tim Boyle and, and they should bring him to the turf. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for strip sacks. I'm hoping for recoveries return for touchdowns. Like this defense should absolutely dominate on, on Friday. And that's going to be real fun to watch, real fun to watch. It is, but I'm trying not to smile listening to you say all this, talking about Tim Boyle starting three games. I mean, would it not be so Dolphins for us to have these Super Bowl aspirations to lose the mother effing Tim Boyle in that Swiss cheese offensive line? But all jokes aside, I think uh, it's going to be more of that uh, Nadamakid Sue and Cam Wake when they met at Bryce Petty type stuff. I mean, you guys are both saying it. This defense should be licking their chops at the opportunity. Yes, they have some good playmakers. You will see some battles between Jalen Ramsey, Garrett Wilson. We'll see what Brees Hall can do. But um, I think the Dolphins' defensive line should absolutely have a, a monster day. And I'm intrigued to see how Vic Fangio, you know, uses his playmakers to attack a guy like Tim Boyle who, you know, are, are you going to attack? Are you just going to let him sit back there and, and 
read his eyes and get the picks. I mean, how are they going to attack this dude? But um, if you're Tim Boyle, you're probably losing sleep at night for sure. Josh, I, I want to ask you off of that. Speaking of Miami's playmakers, if you're Nathaniel Hackett, if you're the Jets coaching staff, I mean, this Jets offense has been absolutely awful all year. I mean, the, the play designs, all of it's been a mess. The, the offensive play calling was Aaron Rodgers. It was supposed to be Aaron Rodgers, nothing more, nothing less. Uh, you're pursuing a, a fantasy football championship, so obviously you want a bunch of Breeze Hall. I understand that. But you have Bradley Chubb and Jalen Phillips, and then you have Defensive Player of the Week, Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard out wide. If you're that coaching staff, how how are you trying to attack this off, this defense? Is it just get it out quick? You're playing in a 10-yard box? I mean, you're hoping that, right? But, I, I mean, I feel like they're going to come out and try to at least establish a run because you mentioned Brees Hall. That's probably one of their, their biggest playmakers. And then we still got Dalvin Cook there that they're paying, you know, X amount of money to to give some carries. So they do have a nice two-headed mo- – I can't. I don't even know if you can call Dalvin Cook nice, and I'm saying that after sitting here saying we should have signed him. Um, but yeah, I, I think you're just hoping that something works out. You try to get that ball to Boyle's hand. Don't let Chubb and Jalen Phillips impact the game. But um, then you're worried about Jalen Ramsey and X on the outside. I mean, it, it's definitely a problem. I think I would try to run the football with Brees Hall because I do think um, he can make some plays, like you mentioned. I think he had a big game against us last time. But um, yeah, you're just you're just praying something happens. Don't let Tim Boyle um, lose you the game, I guess, is what I'm, I'd be hoping for if you're Nathaniel Hackett. But um, yeah, glad I'm not the Jets, but I can always say that. I don't know. I guess if I was a Jets fan, I'd be hoping that I choked on a turkey bone on Thanksgiving. Sim to the end of the season. Game when, on Friday. This was mad. You'd just be simming. <laughs> yeah. Do you think, speaking of Dalvin Cook, do you think he tries to sneak onto the Miami Dolphins team bus after they lose? To the Dolphins on Friday? Do we even want him? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's, that's why he's got right? a sneak on. That's why he's got a sneak on. <laughs> <laughs>